0: You're no longer their king.
1: This is the first proper home I've ever had. Things will become more manageable once everything settles down. Will it? His Royal Highness the Duke of Windsor, Your Majesty.
2: You'd be wise not to mention that woman's name for the next few days. I mention no name. The implication was enough,
1: if you say so. I remember who you are, You're the is. Queen of England. I would like to discuss your coronation. Yes. In this family, when you're in, you're never quite sure that you're in, but when you're out, there's no doubt at all, you're out.
2: The responsibility of becoming king killed
1: your father, and I will never forgive his selfishness and weakness in passing on the burden. Through her dumpy nose. Now we barely make ends meet. Every day is a struggle. You live in great style, from what I've heard was Schleswig-Holstein, Sonderberg-Ruxburg of the Royal Houses of Denmark and Norway, and Natalie of Greece.
2: You don't think I would have preferred to grow up out of the spotlight?
1: You've taken my career from me, you've taken my home, you've taken my name.
2: Pod Save the Queens, a weekly podcast that covers one episode of The Crown each week, hosted by Reagan Fox, a professor of communication at California State University, Long Beach. He is also a performer. Since 2005, Reagan has produced a podcast titled Fox and the City. Madge Weinstein, internet personality who maintains yeast radio, which has developed a cult following and was among the 50 most subscribed to podcasts, and Deborah Wilkerson, a 68-year-old woman, allegedly, from Texas with a big heart and an even bigger body. She enjoys watching walking on the beach videos and warm buffets. Hello, hello, and welcome to the
0: third episode of Pod Save the Queens. I am Reagan Fox, and I am joined today by another queen by the name of Madge Weinstein. How
3: dare you say I have a dumpy nose? (laughs)
0: <laughs> dumpy nose. She does have a <laughs> dumpy nose. Though. I don't like that actress. I don't, I don't have anything against her acting. I just don't like her look.
3: She reminds me of some of my mother's friends, uh, you know, when my mother would have bridge parties and, you know, and make kugel.
0: And now I want to introduce my other co-host, the lovely and talented Deborah Wilkerson. Of
4: Windsor. I'm not changing the name. I don't care how much he begs.
3: You're not a schlossberg no, glauchman
4: no. girdle Tents. No,
3: no. girdle, girdle Tents. I don't know. <laughs>
4: Gato the Third, <laughs> Gattreatic, uh,
3: uh, Schleswig Holstein Sonderberg, Großberg, Natalie. <laughs> uh, he got a Natalie. Who the in hell
4: there. would want to keep that name? Natalie. First and foremost, right. come on, honey.
3: Batten. How many takes okay. did he have to do for that? I'd take it from him. Yeah, and I'm a lesbian. You'd take it from uh, Roger Rails.
4: I mean, if he's paying, yeah. if I could get that money that that one lady got from the Fox, I'd I would twirl for him. The Fox. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to take it away from her, you know. Reagan Fox. She had to do the
0: twirl. He's twirling. right here. Today's episode that we will be covering, episode three, season one, is called Windsor. Is that how you pronounce it? It's actually pronounced Schleswig
1: Holstein Sonderberg Groksbig, formerly Natalie of Mount Bolton or something. (laughs) Mount Bottom? (laughs) On 10 December
0: 1936, (laughs) Edward VIII, George's elder brother and predecessor, abdicates the throne to marry twice-divorced American socialite Wallace Simpson. In the present, amid preparations for George's funeral, Edward returns to London for the first time since the abdication. Uh. Philip suggests... how dare you! I felt like that was a very proper pronunciation. It was a very proper pronunciation. It was, a, it
1: was a, from an I held my belch for you. I, I
0: heard my belch. Philip suggests that Elizabeth should ask Churchill to allow the family to keep the name Mount Button and live at Clarence House rather than at Buckingham Palace. Churchill is reluctant to grant either request and she drops them after receiving counsel from Edward. She later learns that her coronation has been set for the following year to help secure Churchill's position within his own party. So what did you girls think of the episode?
3: I would say, what a sunless, frozen hell we both escaped in England. What a bunch of (laughs) ice-veined monsters, cold and thin-lipped, dumpy and plain, joyless.
0: He is a queen. (gasps) That that actor (laughs) plays, what's his name, Uh, George's elder brother. I am... All four gay actors having as many opportunities as they can, especially because straight actors get to play all the gay roles. However, can Uh we talk about this? Because uh, just no, this was not working for me. I liken this to one of the times that I went to go see Wicked.
3: One of the times?
0: The second time I saw it with my mother, who, by the way, is the last person who I will ever sit through a musical with ever ever, ever, never again. She can't sit still. She's, my knees, my back, I have to walk. <laughs> and she missed the second act completely. just, <laughs> at, at any rate. So she, and by she, I mean the actor playing Fierro. It was the <laughs> understudy the second time that I saw it. And the understudy was so clearly gay. So oh. every time he's singing that song with Elphaba, what's that song? I don't, I don't just know. for this moment. And so do good. it uh, all time.
4: And you it ripped breasts? me out of the moment. It just you, took
0: you out. You, yeah, it took so me out of the moment completely. And that is how I felt about Edward. Okay. I just couldn't. I, I, the nickname that I want to give him, and I know, Madge, you're not going to understand this because you don't watch TV, but I want to call him Queen Chris Chrisley And the reason why is because there's a <laughs> reality television show called Chrisley Knows Best set in the South about this family. And it is basically, Debbie, have you seen this?
4: I've, I've seen clips of it, but it's basically like
0: Jessica Simpson's father type queen. Exactly. The guy yeah. is so clearly a homosexual.
4: I mean, can you not tell how upset I am about this? Who's your daddy now? You know how many times in the past we've heard, is he gay or is he British? It was more of like, it was a gay. I don't know if it's a, it was a gay on purpose, but it was like a soap opera gay. It wasn't even like a, a fun gay for like a television show.
0: It was very over the top. You you know how, uh, what's that guy, Corden, who was in James the... James Corden. Uh, he, had, he got into a bunch of trouble just recently because his characterization of... First of all, what is he doing playing a gay man uh, in a musical? He's a cat. Number two, He's a jellicle cat. Number two, poo-poo. Number two... He got raked across the coals because his portrayal of this gay character was way too over the top. Right. And so I feel like this actor's portrayal of a straight man, supposedly in love with a woman, is so over the top gay. But he's tr- he's tried to play straight.
3: I Is the actor gay?
0: So,
4: yeah, I was going to That's what I was going to ask. I have, I, to, I I have to be
3: honest. I'm not trying to it matters. I'm I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but I didn't get that at all Ah. i just thought he was british i didn't find him like flaming oh i did i didn't even it didn't even distract me at all
0: just like a queen to have nasty little nicknames, just like we give to people on I this know. show. I must
4: cut in a little bit with yeah. that because I researched some of the facts behind a lot of this fags. because I want to. Re- yeah, me? I really want to get into it just to see if there's like what's over the top okay. now that that. Did been you brought just to use to the
0: like, f word? She
3: said fags. I did. She wanted to research yes. the fags.
4: I wanted to research fags because uh. you got to get to the bottom of it, in. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <A little> crying. <laughs> So, so,
3: what did you learn, Deborah? The nicknames
4: was totally a real thing. But let me ask you two girls from this episode: mm-hmm. What was the? Why did he do this
0: Be- for love? Because he marry- was in
3: love with him, with a divorcee, which is wrong. Yeah, two
0: living, it, yeah, yeah. You're not re- to. And you get you get a hint of that in the affair between Amy Fisher and Joey Buttafuco yeah. when his wife leaves her because then right. Amy Fisher is like, you're not the guilty party. So if we wanted to get married, oh, oh, did I say married? Oh dear. Oh dear. Let me go run behind the curtains again. But if we wanted to get married, then people wouldn't blame us. Which well, is look, too much you're, when handle. you're
3: a Royal, you have to marry the person that you're supposed to marry. It's like an arranged marriage. He didn't do that. Yeah. He married for love. It was a big scandal because you're not allowed to do that. And then what we, I think, we'll find is that Charles has a lot of the same inclinations as, and I'm not. This is not from this episode, but Charles has a lot of the same inclinations, and I think that's probably why, in the end, Queen Elizabeth, who I have a name for, I think we should just call her Q, as in Q and on. Just call her Q, <laughs> and then, but I think Q because she is kind of that sort of enigmatic figure, you know, that conspiracy maven. I think because Q really sees a lot of Edward and they they're they're suspicious of Charles um, doing the same thing as what Edward the whatever did.
0: I'm not done oh. with Edward actor. Mm-hmm. He's kicked out of his family for loving the wrong type of person, which to me is a very queer metaphor, mm-hmm. right? Oh, okay. Like your family shunning you, especially that sh- at that time. True. And I have a nickname for his lover, Wallace Simpson. Yeah. I want to call her Buffy, which is short for Buffy the King Lair.
3: Well, that's fair. It's a little too clever, but I'll take it.
0: There are times... I get nervous, and I want to propose a new segment. Mm -hmm. There are times I get nervous for the characters in The Crown because I forget that I'm watching stuff that's based on real stories, even if they fudge it. For instance, when the girls are climbing the tree, when Amy Fisher and Young Q are climbing the tree, I'm thinking, oh, my God, one of them is going to fall and spend the rest (laughs) of her life as a vegetable. So we <laughs> but then I have to remind myself like no this isn't a scary movie or a, a film Action. that is really yeah pushing the drama that typically directed by Michael Bay I
1: mean,
4: the Queen's leg
1: three. <laughs>
0: Uh, the Queen's legs got ran over by the Nazi train, Debbie. So, so we need a segment dedicated to moments like that. In the multiverse, that's what I want to call it. In the multiverse, Elizabeth falls off the tree, becoming a proto-Terry <laughs> Schiavo.
3: Okay. The end. I,
0: I, I've noticed many moments like this where you think, like, for instance, when Philip is flying in the next episode. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I'm like, oh, that plane's about to crash. Even in this episode, when he talks about how his sister died in a plane, I'm like, oh, foreshadowing. Fast forward two months, the plane's going down.
4: I mean, this could be a little bit of fantasy on your end, but I can understand why you would think that way. Because of how they frame a lot of these episodes. They're trying to create drama where there's no drama and they want to keep you on the edge of your seat. So they shoot things in that angle, just like I, I totally understand, especially in the Dolby vision hand hit match Um, in the scene with the trees. And it's so foggy. And you're thinking the tree bark's probably really moist. She's going to miss a lamb. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> <laughs> you're,
0: you're very good at filling in that narrative because you always yeah. talk about one of the, my favorite things that Debbie has ever said is she didn't like somebody. And she said, Oh, I just wish that person would die. Or maybe we could give her a bad almond. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Yeah, cuz that's arsenic. That's arsenic. That's
4: And they would you know. have done it back in the day. But it's
3: more than one so, bad know, almond, you need a lot of them. It's like one bad just almond do it a over day. Days. You know.
4: Yeah, one bad almond a day yeah. keeps that Medicare at bay and then you get all that money while they're on the vent. You now, know what do I'm you how do you make can
3: you make them bad? I'm just curious for a friend. Like
4: maybe burn them. Cause they maybe s- if you burn
3: 'em is it better with the, the, the raw ones? Should I get the raw one? I mean should I've, my friend get the you know, raw if you
4: ones? Get, You want to tell you what to get real raw Uh, is uh, the cashews. You know, the cashews, if you get like a true raw one, which you can't legally because it's got all that like poison ivy oil on it. So if you give somebody a real raw one, it's over, honey. You're going to have a payday for years to come. You know what I'm saying?
0: But it's well, Debbie said the other day, she's like, I'm going to make a whole batch of bad almond butter. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Finally, we see Elizabeth donning her black dress, looking like Morticia Adams. Why
3: does she sit in the middle of the car?
0: Wait a minute. Why does she sit on
3: the hump? It looks to me like she sits in the most uncomfortable part of the car, like she's in the middle of the back seat. That's where the hump is. Why would anybody want to sit there? Is that real?
0: Because that's the part of the car where you really get off, like when you're bouncing Uh, against your vagine. Okay.
3: router thing's in between the, the axle or
0: something. For the vagina.
3: Her. No, Regina. Regina. Regina.
1: Oh, Regina. 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 Regina,
4: Regina, But they gave Trump wasn't it? That medicine or something, Regina. Regina medicine or
1: something. Yes, it was Regina.
4: Look, I feel like you're skipping over one of the best things. You're talking about Queen, who'd uh, you, you say, Queen Mary?
1: No, she was talking about Elizabeth. you said Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Elizabeth,
4: Elizabeth and her black that's right, a black dress. Q. No, no, no. Let me tell you who was best dressed in this episode okay. Queen Mary. She's got a wonk, that mm. sequence black dress,
0: stunning. What else Why do people say sequence? It's sequence. It,
3: they did a whole thing. There was sequence? a whole thing on RuPaul about that with what's her what name.
4: What is it? Well the rhyme sequence. sounds maybe. What was
3: that one? Maybe they're uh, that crazy girl. She was kinda like Puerto Rican, the one that got left at a bus stop. Oh on yeah yeah she said she said
0: sequence as well it's sequence. well deborah's white tress. well i'm
4: yeah i'm from the south and we say sequence so mary is
0: george washington that's what i call her oh that's
4: right because of the wig wig. george washington looked good but she looked like barbara bush with those pearls do we have to wear that many pearls i mean her whole neck she was like Yeah, like she was, you know, those like South African tribes. Is she trying to like stretch her neck out with those pearls? It was just Uh, too much.
0: I agree with you. I think her dress was too flashy. It was too slutty to wear. When I see rhinestones, a rhinestone embellished dress, I'm thinking Tina Turner playing in Las Vegas, legs up to here. She was trying to pick up men at that funeral.
1: You were drinking well, you champagne? champagne, champagne, champagne the, the day after my home, my son's funeral <laughs> while I was busy being a bitch inside.
0: I mean, it wasn't a white claw, honey. Chill out. Right. But, that but be that be very festive. I, I did. I, I, I thought about that and I said, would I be pissed off now? And I get her point. Champagne is a celebratory drink. That alcohol, you have different types of alcohol for different occasions.
3: I thought she was upset because it was French at first. I'm like, is it because it's French? But then they don't really have, what can you drink from England? I'm like, oh, it's because of the funeral. Because her son, I was a little slow.
4: But I mean, he was celebrating though, because he gets to level up, right? Doesn't he get to become like some type of royal? Wasn't the whole point of him celebrating? No, he's dead. That will, no, no,
0: no, 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 that guy. Philip's father, yes, yeah. is celebrating, yeah. but that's what makes it all the more disgusting. Just like a queen to <laughs> have issues with her mother, George Washington holds a grudge. Yeah. She claims that Chris Crisley killed her other son. He really was the perfect son, always doing things for his family. Is George Washington Jewish because she knows how to work that well, she's guilt trip, honey. Quite
3: the opposite. She's German. She starts sprecking the Deutsch for a minute there. And I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch about? Where did she come from?
4: And you from? know, when he came into
3: the room, oh, the, the Schlesien- way he kissed bov- her. <laughs> Like, what the fuck just happened? When I thought she was a little British.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: speaking of this, and uh, one of the things that really bothered me about this episode because it was so focused on that. Son who abdicated is he was a Nazi sympathizer. He actually met up with Hitler. Mm -hmm. And so he got that, that was a big controversy. And really, yeah, Yeah. do we ever get any of that information?
3: It It comes later. Okay,
0: good. Because (laughs) that's what she said. That's what she said. He came later. I squirt later, baby. So they don't ignore that. That is something that is very important to. Address. There's
3: a whole sequence sequence <laughs> of when that news came out. So, I think that the show it, it, you'll see
0: Okay, because they still, they, is, they seem to jump around in time. Things don't happen quite. Yeah, a the lot, way that they sometimes. do
3: this because sometimes they go too fast in time. Like from the time like he asked when, like from the time Cookie with her dumpy nose was like, "We're gonna get you. We're gonna talk to our lawyers about her." Then two seconds later in the show, he's already telling Winston, "I need my money because they took my money away." Yeah, and it was like there wasn't enough time passing to make that make sense like how did that all happen that it quickly? didn't flow
4: it didn't flow right. at all it's like it's right. missing a scene
3: again bad ed- I, I it always comes back to editing with this show for me
4: if you notice some of the scenes with churchill getting out of the car there's like two scenes where he yeah. gets out of cars it's the same scene they just cut it and used <laughs> it in both sections <laughs> And I was like, oh, when I did my rewatch earlier. Yeah, I'm like, this is the same scene. (laughs) It's just
0: another take. The biggest mugging in terms of brooding looks happens at the very beginning of the episode where Elizabeth goes to meet Roger Ailes. And then Philip has this look at the car where he is just chewing the scenery he's like i almost wanted to take a screen cap of it because it was so overdramatic. can't the director at or an editor say hold on we need one scene to help link the king who abdicated chris chrisley being pissed off finding out the news that he's not going to get his regular allowance we'll just cut three of the brooding looks from characters. Mm-hmm. And we'll have that will give us 10 minutes to play with.
3: I don't understand this Chris Christie reference that you're saying.
0: Right now, I'm going to play a clip mm-hmm. from Chrisley Knows Best where you can hear the homosexual father who is in a heterosexual marriage talk and narrate, playing now. Don't you think you should have heard I love you before you said I'll move in with you? And just so you know, that most
4: guys, when you got us in bed, even when we don't love you, we'll say we love you.
1: Yes. Yeah. I do not raise whores or crackheads. Don't she right there, Todd? <laughs> I'm not saying you a hoe. I'm That's what you're you ex- saying. <laughs> I'm
4: saying you. Ex- me, I am a hoe. <laughs> I'm saying you exhibit hoe behavior.
1: I have a clip to play. His real okay. name. You'll not need reminding. <laughs> was Schleswig, Holstein, Sonderberg, (laughs) Luxburg of the royal houses of Denmark and Norway and latterly of Greece
3: Greece! It sounds like he's taking a shit when he says Greece. In Greece I mean, he says Natalie. Yeah. He said Natalie. Natalie. I was singing about your friend Natalie, who's a bigger girl.
1: Natalie's bigger than Stein, that. Stein Sonderberg Luxburg of the Royal Houses of Denmark and Norway, and Natalie of Greece.
3: Greece. Greece. Who isn't this
4: Natalie? Is that a re recording, maybe? It does sound like. Natalie. It's so. I don't know. It's, it is like a dead. Well, let me know if you want to hear really it again. It's handy. I.
3: Okay. Um, let me know.
4: Can we? Ready. But can I jump back a second? Because y'all skipped over this one part. And I really want to talk about mm-hmm. this. The way he kissed Mummy, I thought they were about to make out and he was going to pull out a mint. It was a very I mean, hesitant just-
3: kiss because he, he doesn't, he, his mother hates him. He looked like he hadn't seen her in a while. It was just very hesitant. There was nothing sexual about her, you pervert.
4: Well, well, I got it. And then also back about the Nazi uh, reference, now that you bring that up, mm. is that why his haircut is so perfect? You and know, he's got it slicked over.
3: That, you, you bitches know? love to make daddy issues and mommy out of issues where there are none. Who was the one Margaret you said wants to fuck her dad? Nina, the, oh, yeah. no, you, mm-hmm. that's just fiction. There's nothing there. Now it's not. Little girls I'm love their you, daddy. The it's dir- normal. The director. And now you're saying With these- Queen Mary wants to fuck Queen Mary? No I, don't no, I think so. it's opposite. Or, I what's think her name, Chris Edward Christy. VIII
4: wants to pop mummy no Washington. He wants to chop her cherry tree down, honey. Okay. And it's obvious. <laughs> she's oh,
3: the, du- she's oh, the Duke I- of Windsor.
0: She is uh, not. Well, the- she's going to be the Duke of Mayonnaise
4: when he gets done with that. wham. Dap. I have
0: another potential name for Chris Chrisley. Okay. Can we call him the real Queen Mary? Fine. And can we talk about the name Clarence House? <laughs> Is that like the worst name? Here's oh, this, yeah. this royal estate. What are we going to call it? I don't know. Call it Clarence. Well, and his Nick-
4: And she doesn't. And the real she doesn't cu- want to lave.
0: The
3: real Queen Mary has a nickname for Prince Philip. He called him the Foundling, and I had to look it up because I thought it was a
0: horse. <laughs> but that's the yearling right here's where we get in this episode another layer to philip's emasculation there's so many
3: gays i mean i guess this is a queer show but like that's just so gay to just be so obsessed with decorating be bitchy yeah. i think honestly philip is more queer than real queen mary because she's all just so bitchy like obey oh, house oh my name oh i have to have everything just so and then mayor or q is like Oh, we have to live in the house. We all hate Buckingham Palace. Well, excuse me, you privileged white bitch. That's the fucking (laughs) Buckingham Palace. Everybody would like to live there. It's the most expensive house in the world, and you're bitching about it. It None of us want to live there. That was the most privileged comment ever.
0: The houses are metaphors, right? So having Clarence House would be more you're a civilian and Buckingham Palace is more you you are royalty. So the the houses become a metaphor for that push and pull that they all have to deal with. But Phillips, I I don't read Philip as queer. I, I read Philip as emasculated and it's interesting to me that his emasculation is couched in the presumed rationality of patriarchy so this is a battle that i'm having with myself because the kids taking his surname that is a tradition grounded in patriarchy and naming is very interesting i thought about how Naming is not just important among heterosexuals, but how drag queens take on the stage surnames of their drag mothers, and you have the House of Insert Drag Queen's Last Name here, See, and yeah, and uh, Chris Chrisley takes a dig at Philip, or Queen Mary takes a dig at Philip not having a name, right? And that's mm. why they call him the Foundling.
3: So that whole dra- that whole naming thing with drag queens as an aside, I never, under- I don't understand it. Because like twenty years ago, that didn't exist. That did that naming shit. Didn't start until Drag Race. That whole like drag houses. I disagree. They with had that. It, no. They had it with ballroom and right. like ha, like Paris is burning. the 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 ballroom had houses, but drag queens didn't really have houses as, apart from that. And now all the all the drag queens are like these cliques where it's like, oh, my mama's this one. The
0: performative hey. masculinity as a mm. theme in this episode emerges again when Philip tries to get Charles to kick the ball, and what right. What you were saying, the obsession with the interior design, Mm -hmm. he can't be in the military anymore. He can't do any of the things that are traditionally masculine because he has to take on this secondary role in his marriage. So the design of the house and those more feminine concerns, in my opinion, just further substantiate the idea that he has to give up his masculinity and masculinity is very important. So is,
3: is, is he the original cuck then? I mean, is he a cuck? Mm. Because like, it sounds to me like Elizabeth is basically making him a cuck and her husband is, she's having an affair with the country.
0: You know, she's like, Mm, that's no, that's (laughs) a great. That's great. That's a great interpretation of it. Thank, thank you. I,
4: I, I think thank he's just you. being a bitch ass. I mean, they're rich. They're very wealthy and entitled. He's mad at keeping a name. He's full of himself. Yeah. He has had privilege his whole life. Women have been d- b- beneath men in this country and other parts of the world during this time period. Sit down, Mary. I mean, come on. He's just got to take a back seat. It's not always going to be about him. I totally don't see it the way y'all see it, I guess.
0: The more we talk about this, the more I see it my way and the more I appreciate the writing because there is that scene where he's trying to get uh, Charles to kick the ball. And he's having the conversation with his friend about how he wanted to go into the air force but his father didn't want him to because he would be more upwardly mobile socially if he went into this other branch of the military and it becomes one of those be careful what you wish for moments right yeah and and so they tease that theme out in so many ways that and and by the way his
3: friend who is hot hot his best man that's the one who got my uh Panties all bunched up in the first episode for the hotties. I forgot what we call that section. Yeah. But you were asking me, but yeah. that's the one. But, Bangers, then, are Bangers are and mash. Bangers are mashed. There's got to be something with that, the way that Charles kicked the ball into his balls. I mean, literally, yeah. kicking the oh, balls yeah, too, right? Yeah. Because like, wow.
0: emasculation, yeah. uh, this is one of the things that I teach in gender and communication, uh-huh. emasculation, the literal meaning of it is removing the testicles. And uh-huh. we use it in a more metaphorical way to mean that you're being stripped of your masculinity. But that's great I, Madge. Thank,
3: thank, you. Yeah. thank you.
0: Thank Do you. Do not tell Roger Ailes to sit down. It's not customary. <laughs> it was,
3: just, Roger was so acting this episode. I just he was. Doing so much ha, ha, acting, it was just it phenomenal. Was. Just, I just, just love like her. a man, I he love wants her. to, k-
0: he wants to come, do his business, mm-hmm. no small talk, and oh, then yeah. leave. Is this a grinder hookup? or Are you meeting the queen, honey?
4: But look, don't you feel like okay? I mean, that scene with um, Roger Ailes. Yeah. She doesn't know these customs. She's being rushed into this. She had no idea this was going to happen, right, in her mind. And so she doesn't know the customs. Because if you go back at the beginning, you remember she offers the gentleman a drink, and they're like, oh, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. Well, in this, um, in, in the same scene, you know, he's wanting to get into business, and she wants to chit-chat about other things. But I don't think that's customary. I mean, I think he was actually correct with that. Mm. And then also, if you skip ahead, where she, she meets the real Queen Mary, if you notice that scene, now she already knows you're not supposed to be serving drinks and doing all that. And she serves... Uh, the ex-king, a drank. Did y'all that? Did notice that? I did
3: notice It wasn't just the... It wasn't just to drink, though. She was serving a plate of food. And I have that as my subjects to talk about later and stiff up her clip because I read that the way that I know the queen likes to eat in private. And I've always just been fascinated by it because she kind of eats like she doesn't eat like you would like I would expect a royal to go down to the dining room for every meal and have a million people serve all this shit. She doesn't do that. She has them bring up food and like and she eats it out of basically Tupperware, which I just find fascinating
0: on her eating dress <laughs> <laughs> chiffon her eating sweater the queen mary the real queen mary chris chrisley sits down with the queen mother and her daughters a true battle of the queens a battle royale a melee a gay a gay he leaves and says that there's no doubt that he's out hello queer metaphors abound he says What in this family, you never know when you're in or you're out. But when you're out, you're out. And you are out, honey. He calls Buffy the King layer peaches. He eats fruit. Hello, this is so queer. I love how he writes Buffy and the library is open. He reads them to filth.
4: Favorite, favorite lines when he was writing. Mm -hmm. Dumpy and plain, dumpy nose. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was falling out. I think I rewinded that like three times. I did too.
3: That was so good.
4: Yeah, it was really good. Mm. Um, okay, what kills me about him, though, since we're talking about him, ten thousand dollar, well, ten thousand pounds of y- a year in nineteen fifty three. Okay, mm. does anybody want to take a guess what that is for today's standard with inflation? What was it? The small amount. Ten thousand
3: pounds a year. It's
4: ten thousand pound a year. I don't
0: know. Is 100, 100, that a hundred thousand dollars?
4: Yeah. Two hundred and eighty one thousand pounds. Today. And then in American, $378,000 <laughs> in USDA approved meat. USDA approved, 370000 And he's acting like he's just barely scraping by. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. He knows that that's more than enough. And he's just wanting to just take the money. Well, because the way they treat him he, like crap. When
3: he went on that diatribe about the sunless, frozen hell and the Ice-veined monsters. I mean, you realize this is not just cattiness. This is somebody who's really hateful. And I don't know if it's true, if that's really the way he is, but they're describing a very dark, dark, hateful kind of evil person that he does hang out with Nazis. I mean, you got to yeah. wonder what's going on with this guy really, because well, he, and, and he, pro-
0: he clearly felt propped up by British society because it's, you can tell that mm. British society loved him a- and found it noble right. in a way that he abdicated for love in right. a way that no. his family was never. Yeah. That, that he says no, that- The booze
4: went now when he was walking in with Churchill, the, booze were, the, no, the yeah. booze were for
0: Churchill.
3: No, the booze
0: were for Churchill. I think Reagan's no, I, right, because uh, when he goes
3: to the boat, it's cheers. When he comes off the boat, it is, it's okay. cheers.
0: Right, and he okay, even says sorry. something along the lines of, no public opinion is in my favor, not in the family's. And this was another observation that I had because I never knew that much about Winston Churchill other than he, in my mind, was a celebrated figure in British Mm -hmm. history. But come to find out watching this series, no, he was a very divisive figure and and, and quite unpopular, I think, after the war and and for the reasons that they animate on the show. Hawkish. Yeah, Um, I think stuff like that. Neocon. I think that was what it was. Can we talk about Elizabeth's mother's wardrobe? That (laughs) fur that she's wearing still has paws and claws on it. It's not just a fur. And maybe that was just the style of the day, but you can see a fucking like mink paw and claw on it. They don't even declaw the fur back of this. Wasn't it a days. fox? As a Reagan fox, I find that very no. offensive. Yes, uh, speaking of queen. last names, so my my paternal grandparents, again, yeah. naming is just very interesting to was me, it so Schlossberg, hey. yeah, play, the <laughs>
1: play the clip. Play the clip. Oh, wait, wait, wait. My pater- my oh, paternal then.
0: grandparents it
1: was Schleswig Holstein, Sonderberg, Glucksberg of the royal houses of Denmark and Norway, and Latterly of Greece. Greece. Greece.
0: So they were Russian immigrants who came over in 1918, I believe. Uh-huh. Russian Jewish immigrants. And the last name, Fox, many people believe came from His first I think, name. flocks or yeah. like F-U-O-C-H-S, or something like that. Oh my god Reagan, we lines. could be
3: related because I did my fucking ancestry and I have relatives from the same region with the same name.
0: Have you done 23
3: and, and me? No. It was, it was oh, all do
0: 23 and me maybe ancestry. we're related. I wouldn't be surprised if we're related. I don't we're want like, because I'm
3: afraid of all the, you know, they'll find out that <laughs>
0: You know what my family
4: surname is Walmart from the Greater Value section of East Oklahoma.
0: Okay, from a trailer. I thought it was stupid no, bitch, didn't... but okay. When people come over to the United States yeah. when they're immigrants and they end up Americanizing their name and changing their surname in order to assimilate into the culture, and there's something British sounding about Windsor, there's something mm. that rolls off the tongue much better than Mountain Baton. Mount it just sounds foreign. Right. And so I could see that Not as being I, I could see that as being part of the hiccup there. Oh,
3: it's a big fucking deal. Those people like I have I I know people that are like kinda into that shit, like they'll ask who your name is to and find out what prep school you went to in order to to evaluate <laughs> you. I mean, like it's it's extremely important to those people that you have the right name, and yeah, it's well, it's they, almost ludicrous colleges. that you would consider no, Mountain I'm just surprised.
0: Colleges, colleges, and yeah. this is something I'm clearly invested in because of what I do for a living. But people are against affirmative action for schools, but Mm -hmm. we've had affirmative action running in the other direction by way of legacies. So the way that you get into Ivy league schools is, did your parents go there? Did your grandparents go there? Do you have the name that fits in with the quote unquote legacy of the school? I've been dealing with that
3: today. I had this, I'm dealing with, you know, a bank and the bank, they gave me this guy to help me transfer funds And his name is like Chensler Mountbottom. It's one of those aristocratic names. That's not his name. And it's like the guy doesn't know nothing. And I'm like, I know you got the job because you're just some rich guy with a lot of money whose parents gave you a huge bank account in this bank. So now they had to give you a job and you fucking
0: suck. Yeah. So much of it is nepotism. Right. Well, and Trump is another example of somebody where Mm -hmm. they did. the. they, They figured out that his name was Drumpf and they changed it to trump because it has a more american sounding name reagan where trump. where
3: in europe is your family from do you have you narrowed it down at all do you know where who me yes
0: yeah so well i have family from uh from the uk yeah that's the cooper side of me and yeah. cooper's By the name, are uh, by the way, a lot of people. Did we already talk about this on the show? Or maybe I talked about it in one of my classes where you used to get names based off of the type of work that you did. So my middle name is Cooper, and that's from my maternal grandparents, our great-grandparents side, and Coopers are barrel makers. Oh, cool. And incidentally, slaves in the United States, one of the things that Malcolm X used to say during interviews, people would say, okay, what's your real name? And he'd say, my name's Malcolm X. And they'd say, no, what's your real name? Come on, we know. Like, if that's your stage name. What's your real name? And he'd say, my name is Malcolm X. And it would go back and forth, and it was primarily white journalists doing this. And Malcolm X would say, what you fail to understand about the implicit racism of that question is when my ancestors were brought over here from africa their names were stripped from them and they were given the surnames of slave owners
3: but that's actually not true because i read that story too actually what when they asked what malcolm x what is your name he said was
1: schleswig holstein sonderberg luxburg of the royal houses of denmark and norway and latterly of greece
3: (laughs) that's true that's, That's
1: one of the most amazing clips
0: I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, moving on. Joey and Amy meet in Joey's garage. Joey's wife, Amy Joe Buttafuoco, has left him. That mole on his chin just destroys me every time. The mole looked like it grew bigger. Do people? I just want to pose this. I never this even to noticed y'all. the chin mole. My mole steak. What was
1: that?
0: Listen. Just get it out of your system. No, I'm fine. I insist. You can work together better if you just Mole!
1: Bloody mole! We're not supposed to talk about the bloody mole, but there's a bloody mole winking me in the face. I'm going to chirp it off and cut it up and make some guacamole. Still, I keep forgetting to notice
0: it. Don't notice it. How can you forget to- The way that you're sensitive to noises Mm. with your mesothelioma, I'm very sensitive to moles. Especially face moles- do I just want to pose this question? Do people have a moral obligation to get that sort of thing hacked off?
4: No, because sometimes it's a beauty. It's a beauty mark. It's a beauty mark. No, for it's him. not.
0: No, some it's people. Awful. Some people.
4: Women and men find moles attractive. Look at what is that guy? Eulocio Iglesias. What is his name? He got What's it. Guy, Debra. Who the fuck he, is yeah, After Maglivious. his pig, Iglesias. After, after his yep. career fell, but when he was at the A-game of his career, he had that mole popping, honey. He would contour <laughs> it. it. I mean, in everything. It. it was popping.
3: Ooh, are you talking about he Enrique Iglesias?
4: Yes, Enrique Iglesias. No, Glacier not in Inglac- I-
3: Iglesias.
4: Iglesias. That Iglesias. That's
0: your
3: Christian Iglesias. Yes, I am Mrs. Iglesias.
0: Yes, I miss yeah, this exactly. Is case. But so uh, you know what you, know what you know what I'm saying. Though skin
3: tags or skin tags, beauty marks too, because I think some skin, people. My friend Griselda. That's Look at Bill Cosby. My friend Griselda. She was dating this guy. He had a skin. Bill tag. Cosby
0: had to drug people, Deborah. <laughs> and rape them in order to no
4: (laughs) No, i don't believe that one bit i would have went to bed with bill Cosby back in the Uh, day he'd gave me the drink it would taste like pepto why does this taste funny drink it what you know come on honey my
3: friend griselda she had this boyfriend and he had a skin tag on his underarm she bit it off
0: oh (laughs) oh my god i could see her doing that those bleed a lot She's Butch. Amy has to hide behind a radiator as Philip barges in. Philip wants to fly. That's how he'll reclaim was his masculinity. Was she behind a radiator? I thought she was in another no, room. No, no, she oh. she gets behind. But I, I'm just <laughs> making a joke because it's Mary Joe and you know and, and, and oh, Joey Fatupika. Yeah. So that's how he'll reclaim his masculinity. He's looking for a thrill. It's the biggest thrill, right? The biggest. He's a like cock hungry slut. I
3: thought that was so interesting about the flying, because it made me really think like, do we take flying for granted? Because like, it, it really is interesting the way they describe it. And when I get on a plane, it's like most people just pull the wind, the shades down. They don't even want to see it, but it is beautiful, right? kind of amazing that we're well, and back
4: then it. you had to worry about stalls stalling was a common thing with these engines back then i mean what's the last mm-hmm. time you were on a plane like oh give it a second break a breaker, breaker, it's stalling we'll have it done in a second yeah. you know back then they were always stalling and then
3: that, that weird thing, thing like how philip goes into the detail to townsend about my sister died and it's like okay what no the one fuck? Why? Where did that
0: come it's strange. from? Look, Debbie know. Downer, I'm trying to get off. And right. Amy Fisher's <laughs> by the radiator, finish up the story. But then we see Philip look down and he finds Joey's purse. Is Joey a queen, too? Or is he a ladies' man? We'll never know. And then he, like, laughs at him and mocks him.
4: Yeah, it was strange.
0: Which I found very odd. Very oh, I forgot odd. that we were but calling
3: I, him Joey, too. So I not, love...
0: Okay. I love anything to do with Joey and Amy uh-huh. and their relation Molly 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 McGee Molly <laughs> Butta- Butta- uh, <laughs> Yes yeah that's it oh.
4: Molly
0: One of the things that we questioned in mm-hmm. episode 1 is the relationship between democratic government and the monarchy and yes things begin to crystallize here for me it's interesting to see The king mother, George Washington, (laughs) used Roger Ailes to persuade Elizabeth to keep the Windsor name. And then we also see politicians using the royal family to get political ends. So Churchill delaying the coronation to stay in power. So it seems to be a sort of check and balance relationship between the monarchy and the government
3: yeah that was interesting because the way she figured that out like it was her little puzzle like as queen i wonder what the queens queens do that was her job to figure out why her coronation was delayed and mm-hmm. i guess she just figured it out right nobody told her or did somebody tell well she her?
4: realized she had capital see back mm. then now they don't carry the same type of capital i mean they probably do but i think they The ratings for the royals, it's a lot lower than what it used to be. But in the beginning, you know, just like she didn't know about serving the drinks and the food, you don't do that at right. the end she she's like oh i've got power she you could look at her eyes and something had switched but they have so much capital towards versus the government so mm-hmm. they could always keep the government in check if they wanted so, to because so she, that
3: makes me think of something else which i should have mentioned earlier but i was when the little girls were playing and one of them fell off and then she died and then there was no more show in that <laughs> other, not that universe yeah. the other one like i was wondering because they that's how they started the show so and it was when he abdicated, when Edward, the queen mother, whatever her name is, abdicated. So, like, are we supposed to believe, like, because what I wonder is, when did Elizabeth find out she was destined to be queen? Did she know it at that point when she's running in the house and find out that Edward ab- abdicated? Does she know oh, she's good. in no, the line of
0: No, no not. that no. Kids don't understand that. That was mm-hmm. the point of juxtaposing them playing. It's something that they just won't understand but, but, but the that's looks she gave that
3: the look she gave made me think that's what they were implying because you know like when a director will say you know act like you or something's happening yeah. like you just, i felt like it was in like that maybe and that's why i'm asking because i don't know but maybe the maybe. way they focused on her look maybe she didn't know one. that I, I don't know
4: She's just wise to it. I think she understands what what's going on, but I I don't agree with Reagan talking about kids don't know what's going on. It, believe me, if I was eight years old, this is back. I'd have choked the other girl once I heard <laughs> that Daddy's gonna be the king. I'd have pushed her off that tree. Right.
0: Oh my God, drunk right. her in the pond. Does she yeah. want In in another universe, in the Michael Bay <laughs> or or what's the guy who does <laughs> all the, the scary movies who's producing all of the Jordan scary Peel? movies? now? Jordan Peele in the Jordan Peele universe. Think the Amy time. Fisher oh, finds. Yeah. Out, they're on the tree, and she's like, Whoops! Oh,
3: Elizabeth time. fell. Oh my
0: god, and then that it's would slow be slow
4: motion. Great. She's falling slow motion. They're playing like some uh Ford 1940s pomp song, but they slow it down and make it really spooky
0: thing. Because Bam. that's what happens in Game of Thrones, right? Mm. They push the, oh, the little so boy when a, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah.
3: I could totally see a mashup between like get out and, and the crown, and you have like the tea, oh, like the queen is idea. mixing her tea, and then, you know, one of these bitches just falls down a hellhole.
4: Ch- and children in the attic, too. Mm, yeah, drink these powdered dinners. Yes, I mean, eat these powdered dinners. And dinner. flowers. Suck in this dick. Suck flowers. This. flowers in the attic. Flowers in
3: the attic. What
4: did I call them? You it? called
0: it children's in the attic. And you called it almonds in the attic. Well, they the attic. were in the attic. They were
4: in the De- attic. D- d- there d- were d- no d-
0: fucking flowers. The subtlety of a metaphor is lost on Deborah. She's like, she rewrites it. The metaphor doesn't work. Well, it's been
4: remade. So, which version?
0: It's a, metaphor. Movie, the lifetime, the sequel. it's a my metaphor sis-
3: mapped in, uh, wrapped in a malapropism. That's Deborah. Google, my sister
0: <laughs> is on the cover of a V.C. Andrews book. What? Called Gar- yep, called Garden of Shadows, which oh is a God. prequel to Flowers in the Attic. And that's how I got into the V.C. Andrews. She was a Ford teen model. Oh my God, do you have a When handy? you read the book, want to see it. Do you, I'll, do you I'll send you a picture? I
3: need to see that. Oh, we
0: should put the picture on our Instagram. Oh, what's the page name of, of it again? Garden, I'll Garden put of it... Shadows. Next up, we have a pretty woman moment with Philip and Elizabeth at the symphony.
4: That This montage was the best thing I've seen out of this whole series so far. Um, the music was stunning. I was like, oh my God, the music they've been playing has been very generic, except for like the actual crown theme song. It's totally good. I love a score. So I, I did some research, obviously, on this. I was thinking they created this score for this. No. I think they... A lot of times when you're doing these these types of uh, shows, you'll score afterwards, right? I think they scored beforehand. They picked the song and then shot to the score. But um, it's actually from... Um, from a, uh, what is it? An opera called Libesad, and it means love, death. It's a uh, Wagner's Stott. Tristan. That's it. It's not an opera.
3: It's an aria, yeah. The Libesad.
4: Oh, okay. I knew you would know, because I know you'd mm-hmm. love these things. But yeah, well, this is an opera based on medieval story about tragic doomed love, which was very telling, you know, because of this episode is about sad love. You've got Moleface and his princess bride, and then you've also got the guy that abdicated for love. And then you've got the two, you know, Elizabeth and her husband having issues. And so I just thought this was so well done.
0: There's another interesting juxtaposition. I I obviously haven't seen season four of The Crown, but one of the things that made headlines is a scene in which Princess Diana starts dancing on stage at the Royal Opera House to Uptown Girl. Mm. And as y'all were talking about this symphony scene, it, it reminded me of this controversy because it shows you what a few decades can do, right? Because everything is so reserved between the two of them at this at this performance. So the idea that you would have a figure like Diana who gets up and, and dances on stage, not wearing that much, I might say, who's known as a fashionista, mm-hmm. really shows you the break in traditions.
4: Oh, look at When the Queen Met Lady Gaga and how drastic that, like, that was all planned because... Gaga is so out there. And then they had to like tell Gaga exactly, you can't go too far because you can't put the Queen in that position. No meat dress. So, I mean, yeah.
0: My favorite moment of the episode was the sit-down between the real Queen Mary and Elizabeth, the you never apologize to me scene. And the reason why I liked it so oh. much is because it shows that a big part of her doesn't want the fame and scrutiny. That comes along with being a royal which is interesting to me because so many people will never experience that but they seem to crave it right i mean that's one of the reasons why we even podcast right Right. because we want some sort of notoriety we want people to hear our talent and stuff but imagine if you're given that fame for no reason and how that might be an albatross around your neck like if you're aaron Carter. Are Frank, Frankie Grande, who have no discernible talent, right. but you become famous just because of your family.
3: It's it's mind blowing to me because I'm I, I find fame fascinating. You know, like when I was like twenty, I camp I camped outside of Madonna's house to give her like a a doll. I, I'm not even like I'm not going go to go details about that, but I'm obsessed with fame. The idea of it. Of what it's like, because I just think you must, it must give you such an incredible perspective on life. That's not attainable any other way to have that many eyeballs on you. It's, it's just like, I, I, I'm interested in the consciousness expansion that I that I imagine must come from it. But if you look at so many famous people, it they just seem to get depressed a lot, a lot of them. I, I'm fascinated by it because to me, it's like the fact that she has the nerve to ask for a, an apology for such a wonderful honor. You're the queen of fucking England. You're the wealthiest, I think, the, the most famous of, person in the world.
0: But it she, stripped her of agency, right? It's no longer a choice you, because- she has plenty because, of agency
3: for the whole fucking country.
0: No, so this is my takeaway from it. Okay he he decides to abdicate because he wants agency in his life but mm-hmm. in him making that choice the very same fucked up choice that he has to make he's pushing onto other family members now so she's going to be discarded by the royal family if she Right. Or to take a similar path right, right. so it, it's kind of like oh i don't want uh, this curse i'm going to give you the curse
3: that's very interesting because it to me it sort of reinforces the idea that this guy was a piece of garbage this edward but then i have constantly in my mind i wonder like is that just how they're portraying him for historical purposes because he's against the monarchy but it sounds like more and more that really he's just a selfish bitch because that's true, but it's hard. It's so hard for me to imagine that because I just can't imagine being that privileged and not not seeing it. But I get it. I get what you're saying. It's very. It's an a very I, interesting point.
4: I see it in two different lights. You look at like being part of the throne is uh, fame, right? Yeah. I, there's a difference between fame and privilege, and if we look at the privilege. Is I go back to that the first episode where they're on the train and they don't even look at the peasants outside versus someone that's famous and they can look outside and and they can understand that, you know... The people that's part of in that position. I think it's two totally different mindsets. No, like because being born you can, you into can be it.
0: famous. And I, I agree that fame and privilege are two different things, right? So we can look at the privilege and be very critical of the privilege, the unearned privilege that comes with that. But the fame is its own thing. They overlap. You can be famous and still be an asshole. Look at Leah Michelle. She's she f- who f- is on that television show Glee, and uh, by all accounts, she's a complete asshole. She's a complete jerk, right? A- and treats people like garbage. So just because you're you're not well, Joan Crawford who loves all your fans just by virtue of being famous, but uh, whoever you might take, it doesn't have yeah. to be a Leah Michelle. It could be anybody. There are Dionne famous Warwick. people who are who are great and 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 recognize that this is such a privilege and an honor that I get to live this life. And then there are famous people who are dickheads.
4: But and we also take it back to like magic is very interested with fame, and I also mm. wonder like when God created us, you know, in seven days, when He created <laughs> us in his, his image, you know, not by no means of genetic mutations and all that. God made us this way, right? I do wonder like, is there a how did we evolve as a species? species? Like, is fame is that is is that its own thing? Like, is that a some type of survival mechanism to, to the, the be way the that leader? we understand
0: fame now? If fame is something that evolves in our consciousness. So the the way that we but understand- But drive, why, why do some
4: people have that
0: drive? N- so fame used to be attributed to being noteworthy for some reason, whether it's you're born into it by bloodline, such as the royal family, or you're really good, like you're really um, high up and high ranking in the military, or you're an artist. But our understanding of fame has evolved so much just over the last- two decades where you can be a kardashian who's literally just famous for being famous or let's say the year after i did big brother people I, i could go places and every place i went there were at least a few people who had seen me on the television show and knew who i was but i was only famous for waking up every day competing in stupid competitions and being on a reality show right for like the most mundane aspects of somebody's and life crying on a hammock crying on a hammock right Rough so you're day. saying it's a
4: societal thing it's like it's nurture versus uh nature right so you're so basically it's not ge- there's no genetic well, but what
3: what about the like when you were a cavewoman you know, what, what is, how does, fa- I think this is what you're asking. Like cavemen yeah. like where, where's the sort of biological need for fame? Like when you're a cave woman, yeah. if you had a big juicy it's not, snatch, it's you're not famous.
0: fame. It, it, it's, we all, Something ha- else. we all have a need to feel wanted and uh-huh. loved and desired. So we have, there's but that experiment. Not there's to that- well, hold on, hold on. Let me finish my thought. So there's that study that shows that like babies who aren't held when they cry, and that they develop certain hangups as adults, right? And so, on a very base level, fame taps into that part of us that wants to be acknowledged, that wants to be loved, that wants to be cared for and appreciated. And so, I'm not saying that that base thing is the same thing as our obsession with fame. I'm just saying that from a nerd or sorry, from a nature level, what's cooked into our DNA, it's a variation of that. Now our understanding of fame is one that, I think is primarily socialized the thing that evolves and changes over time. The thing that will constantly mutate to tap into that very base need for love and appreciation. Well,
3: and now fame is the currency of social media. I mean, fame has never been important because everybody has a level of fame. Now it may be zero, but you have it. And that's what determines how important you are in social media. That is currency. Now it's money. That's how you make fucking bank these days is through fame. How many followers you have? It's fucking, it's it's hard to process. What type of
4: respect you get? I can if your Verizon case gets solved because you got forty five
0: thousand and I people
3: and I think like my obsession. Go ahead.
0: So so I, I was there's this guy on YouTube named D'Angelo Wallace who does these great commentary videos, mm-hmm. and he recently did one about Aaron Carter, which is why I thought to mention Aaron Carter earlier in the episode, somebody who's famous just because his brother was in The Backstreet Boys, but he has no discernible talent, and so D'Angelo Wallace was talking about how aaron carter um bought something like 800,000 followers. And one of the ways Mm -hmm. that you can tell this is because if you have a million people following you on Instagram, but you only get 20 likes for a photo. Right. There's a big discrepancy there, right? And right. so there's this woman who did Big Brother this season before me named Michelle. And Michelle is somebody who like bought Twitter followers, which I think is really funny. And so the idea, I, I've always thought of it this way. If you have to write your own Wikipedia entry, if you have to write your own IMDB page, if you have to buy po- followers, that's not really, that you're not doing it right. What's the point? It only matters. It only truly matters if those people following you are real. Of but course. to Madge's point, we live in a world where now that is social currency, right. where you have to create the illusion of having a lot of followers. It makes me crazy
3: because, like, I'll tweet something that I think is really cool or amazing. Like, I mean, not that often, but once in a while. I'm like, and then nobody'll retweet or maybe one or two. And then like some mundane asshole will tweet who's famous will tweet something and it gets a million likes and a million retweets. And it's just like
4: Well a lot, but advert. I've told you this before so many times off air. Most of Twitter's it's I mean, it's almost all bots. I mean, it's literally mm-hmm. like sixty-five to seventy percent bots, and they don't want to fight it because that lowers the ad revenue. Mm-hmm. You know, if they right. tell the advertisers, look yeah, we say we got 2 billion users, but it's more like 280 million. That's going to, you know.
0: The episode ends with the queen moving into the palace and taking the name. Again, I don't know how to pronounce this. Is it Windsor or Windsor? Windsor. No, Windsor, you're right. Windsor. Windsor. Say like Mrs. Downfire. Uh, no, it's it Windsor. Like Mrs. It's Windsor. Windsor.
3: Windsor. <laughs>
0: So let's discuss our bangers and mash.
3: Oh, finally.
4: The, the dress. My, everybody was ugly in this episode. The dress was the only thing that I would hint. <gasps> the, the glittery dress. The glittery sequence. <laughs> Jesus.
3: I'm still going to have to go with, even though I'm a lesbian, uh, best man for, with uh, Charles getting hit in the balls. Way to go, Charles. Uh, I agree I with do. both then, of
0: your bangers. I agree with both of your bangers. If I uh, were a woman, I, I love shiny things. I love that shiny dress. You could
4: get the dress now. I'm going to try to find it. I really am. I'm going to try to find it off Wish.com. Isn't it on.
3: sad that there's no like Henry Calville in this show or somebody really hot? Oh, yeah. What the fuck are they thinking, England? I The Tudors was just full of hot men's. And then he, Henry VIII jacks off Michael Reese, whatever it is. And Jonathan well, Reese Mars, jacks off into a big Oh, oh, my God.
4: Get me. I wish we could go back, Jesus. though, like to the 1800s and show them how they looked And, uh, and the no deodorant yeah. and m- <laughs> uh, moles everywhere. And no, don't say, a, you know, don't say it.
3: Uh, don't say <laughs> it.
4: Drain my Drain the moo. You know? My mash, yeah, mash?
0: Is, is that mole. Uh, and I find that your mash is very the attractive. What? <laughs> I, I don't like the I don't like the mole. Wait a second! I, I wait
3: wanna... a second! I thought banger, bangers. Oh, the, the banger yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> the, what you want to have sex with? The mash is what yeah. you want to pass. Oh, so I bad. like. I think that actor is handsome, except the mole. Yeah. So who you do you want to get it hacked off? What?
3: Who's the banger for you?
0: The ba- I agree with both of your bangers. Oh, the, dress. the dress is beautiful, uh, and. I I think that the the best man is hot too. And
3: I guess I didn't do my mash. I guess my mash would be Ugly Queen Mom with the cookie cookie.
0: Oh, Cookie is the very bad. Nose.
3: The common nose.
0: She's very bad,
3: but she gets and so much better. The, the thing is, nice. I love the Queen Mom in real life. I mean, she was alive for a good part of my life. I always thought she was the sweetest. You, the cute little wave. Like I don't like. She doesn't how how come they make her a bitch? That's not fair.
4: Oh no, the cutest what well, she watched, she waved like Michael Jackson. Hee hee, I mean, come so on, cute. honey. That was not no good Oh, wave. she was
3: so shook. I have her coin. I have a a commemorative you coin. You had her
4: coin. She had a fake hand. Do you think that was really her hand? Yes,
3: I have I have a commemorative coin. It's still in the in the bubble pack from her 100th birthday. Fuck you. You like oh that? well,
4: you better be glad I'm right there. Oops, I used your coin to get a pet. That's drink. a drag
3: queen, not a poetry snap. <laughs> by the way, by the way, um, stiff
0: upper hleap, up. stiff upper hleap. Up. Uh,
3: okay. Put- how did how did Birdie becoming king? Give him cancer of the liver and make him die. I do not get that. How do they blame the abdication for killing him is beyond me. The guy smoked like a goddamn chimney and coughed up a lung every day. How is that? <laughs> Edward's as much as I dislike Edward or whatever her name is, Queen Mary the 80th. or uh, How did she cause his death? Come on.
0: It's not. It's just part of her great guilt trip game. Oh. The great guilt trip, yeah. Well, they
3: a lot of them seem to have it.
0: I'm mean, because he's just- the scapegoat um, the- he he's the scapegoat everything that goes wrong in the family is his oh fault yeah that's for true
4: and it makes things so much easier i put um the royals they li- this is what really got on me that the royals live on getting offended i mean everything yeah. is about oh wait i'm right. offended if i you'd serve a drink offended i'm um, doing this offended champagne offended um you offended me by making my father the king and dying from cancer from smoking, like Madge said, like a chimney. That's why I don't
3: uh, understand, too. Like, uh, like, class is so ingrained. Like, you, it's very, you can't really change classes like you can in America and England, as I understand. you're So why are there so many tests to make sure that you're in the right class, yeah. then, if that's how you are in life? Like, how come it's like, oh, he didn't curtsy the right way, bend his neck at the right time? Why do you have to have all those little rules if you can't change classes anyway? Why do you have to prove yourself? I don't it's also
0: it. it's also performative. I mm. guess that's one of the ways that you're it doesn't matter if you can change. That's one of the ways that you're showing people your class level, but that really annoys me anything. Yeah. In, in Houston when I was growing up, every place, every restaurant that you went to that was just, you know, above a chain restaurant, you have to wear a sports coat to go into, even if it was a shopping center, like a restaurant in a shopping center, and that type of stuff to be. So when I I would I lived with my father, but when I would stay with my mother, those are all of the restaurants that she ate at. And doing that sort of thing would always get under my skin. I just hate the performativity of higher social class. I do too.
3: I have a friend in, in Miami, and she wanted me to go to her country club. And she looks at me, and I said, no, I'm not going to your country club. She said, why? She said, I said, because you can't, you can't wear jeans. I'm wearing jeans. She said, but you could change. I said, no, no. Yeah. I don't go, I, yeah, I I don't don't go, go someplace where you have to wear
0: jeans. We Vegas is wait. the same way where they have dress codes to get into places. Cruise ships. Uh, Vegas is the cruise trashiest ships. place in the universe.
3: Well, what about cruise ships? Talk about trashy, anti Vera. Oh, no,
4: that's just oh fake performance. God. It's like it's what Reagan said about that I'll be a millionaire one day. I just got to keep on trying. It's the Ugh. same type of people that are voting for Trump that are getting on that cruise and ship then they eat ships, garbage. and garbage. finally made it.
3: They eat garbage. You ever eat garbage food like something real disgusting and then the next day it just stinks up the whole house from your ship? That's a Cruise ship. <laughs> the whole fucking boat smells like shit because oh, you're yeah. eating garbage.
1: Uh, oh my god! Yeah.
4: But that that steakhouse was really good, Natalie. But look, <laughs> I gotta
1: Natalie, I gotta tell you something you now. Natalie? This is it was I used to be very Al wealthy Stein, back in the Sonderberg day. So, <laughs> of the royal houses of Denmark and Norway, and latterly of Greece,
4: of Greece. Ah, a grease out of her ass. She ate so much on that cruise, but she enjoyed every penny of it. Now, let me tell you this real fast. Talking about what you're saying, Reagan, and Madge, you said to go to the country club. You you couldn't wear jeans? Yeah. That's not exactly true. So now, my father, back in the day, we were very wealthy at one time. (laughs) One time, we really were. And... (laughs) no honey you went to sizzler my, now my, you could afford my sizzler father or red now my father always dressed nice yeah. dressed nice but he loves some jeans mm-hmm. he loved jeans but he used you know nice you know shirt everything okay mm-hmm. so i remember we went to this really fancy restaurant one time i was telling natalie about this story what we really From fancy Greece? yeah and um <laughs> they said they were not going to seat us because nobody was wearing a suit and tie. Mm. Okay. And then this wasn't like, no million dollars. but this was a really fancy place, yeah. you know, quote unquote. Okay. Top of the skyscraper. And no, honey, if you got enough money, that ends quick. As soon as you speak to somebody,
3: any
0: last words, wait,
3: wait, wait. Can I do my one more stiff upper clip? Yeah. Okay. Um, What's the status of the name for the kids? Like so when when um, Charles if he t- becomes the king, does he is he still going to be Windsor or does it go back to Mountbatten because I think I've googled it and it's like Windsor-Mountbatten is their name and same is thing it? with their kids. Like I just wonder like maybe this is an Instagram thing for somebody to tell us. Like Hold we- on,
0: I want to go onto Wikipedia. Okay. Oh, full name, Charles Philip Arthur George Mountbatten Windsor. So it's hyphenated.
3: <laughs>
4: that's too much. What
0: about Natalie of Greece, though?
3: Didn't the facts of life go to Greece? Or is it just Paris?
4: <laughs> Romania.
0: <Natalie. laughs>
3: so okay. what about the kids? What about Charles and, or Harry and what's her face? I guess it's the same because you're just.
0: Oh, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. Let's look. So does that so mean. I'm curious to know. So too. does that
3: mean Queen Elizabeth or Q's real name is Mount Mountbatten Windsor or the Mount Mountbatten? No, because that's. just. Let's see. Kids.
0: Here's his full name. William, Arthur, Philip, Lewis, Mountbatten, Windsor.
3: Okay, what does it say for Queen, for Q? It's just Windsor. Is there a Mountbatten in her name officially? That's what I'm trying to Hold figure Hold on, out. why would Q have? That's what I'm wondering. I'm just wondering if the name of the house, see, my suspicion is the name of the house oh, is going to change. Oh, oh,
0: oh I see what so you're saying. So is the house,
3: yeah, yeah, is yeah, the royal house so, going to change here we go. from Windsor here we go. to-
4: No, 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 no. They got the Windsor name from the actual house. Uh, is that what y'all are asking, where the name no, came from? No, 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 no,
0: no. Uh, Full name, Elizabeth Alexandra Mary Windsor. So she did not. Yeah. It's only the kids. So that have means the house.
3: That sounds like the name of the house is going to change with Charles. So it's going no. to become Mountbatten Windsor.
4: No, the, no, they get the name that that the, that home has always been Windsor and they always take the name from the house.
0: The house name will never change.
3: But isn't there a hyphen in there, Reagan, or there's no hyphen?
0: And not in her name, in but the in the children's name. It's hyphenated. Yeah. So I
3: think we need our, our fans to tell us. Maybe Twinkle I think it Boy, will change. Twinkle that's, my, I do too. that's my guess. Because the once, hyphen, yeah.
4: Once. The house does not change. wasn't it,
3: used to, didn't it used to be like sex coburg guther or something like that? Or, or was that a different, was that a German house? Maybe I'm so losing it.
0: I, I believe that the house name will change once. William think, becomes the king. But isn't that that's also, it, it's happen.
3: also if it's Charles, right? It's the same, no?
0: Although in that order that they read in this episode, they said that the children's name, w- unless it's a female, will remain Windsor. but yeah. It will always they be pro- Windsor. No, but Debbie, that's that was the controversy of this episode, right? Because if she took the name, if she took as her legal last name, her husband's name, Mountbatten, the name of the house would change as well. It would change to the house of Mountbatten. So what what Madge is saying is that the kid's legal name is hyphenated. Right. That in other words, that that rule that they declared that the children would keep the name Windsor is, uh, it did not go through. They ended up hyphenating their name. And if they legally hyphenate their name, then the house will change. But the house name will only change once right. the new king is crowned.
2: Would you like to add something to our big red box? Correspond with the Queens on Twitter at Pod save Queens and Instagram at Pod Save the Queens podcast. Be sure to leave a five star review on iTunes and Spotify. God Save the Queens.